Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Den. This is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sabiazzi, with me as always is my brother. Frankie. I gotta be honest, I'm grateful for for this era of Americana that we're living in. Like the modern age. I like, thought you were going to say you were grateful for this era of the podcast. We were just talking about the 2617 Yankees. That's a different era. Well, yeah, man. 2017, 2016. The world was different then. That's the past. We were we didn't know we were on the trek to where we are now. But we did, though. Well, we yeah. knew it. Yeah. But I mean, we greater. Uh, yes, correct. That's how I meant we. But we, that's, we like, that's why we're doing this. Yeah, well, of course. But I appreciate it because like masks are off. Masks? masks masks are off, man. These people that we're up against. Like, I think that if you oppose the ideas that are what on do this podcast... What do you mean masks are off? Isn't like the COVID masks? No. I don't know I, what you mean. Masks I mean the metaphorical off. masks. Oh, like, we're not hiding from each other. Now it's like, yeah, I like, hate I mean, you. We know, we know what's you going on You hate me, here. yeah. Like, think about... Think about where we are, and I'll use just Andrew Tate for an example, because like we talked about him recently on the podcast. Not last episode, but the episode before. And literally... Two weeks ago. Couldn't really care much about Andrew Tate in any specific way, other than the fact that he was everywhere, and it was interesting to us because the things he was saying were making people upset. Well, he's gone. (laughs) He has been absolutely removed from the internet. And it's it's kind of cool because, like, only a few short years ago, they were trying to make excuses for why it was legitimately okay. Oh, my God. They're always always listening at the creepiest times. God, let me record my podcast, phone, without your ears. But they were trying to make excuses for why it was like legitimately okay to remove the president of the United States from all social media and like literal banks and stuff, and that wasn't even like he was, Trump wasn't even the first. He was just the most public of like the censorship that was happening. But yeah, then, people like, were once, getting censored all over. Yeah, but then once they removed Trump, it was pretty much the proof. The proofus was removed, and now it's like pretty much we're going to be able to censor anyone we want, whenever we want, for whatever we want, and like we'll just hide behind our terms of service. And we'll change the terms of service retroactively and we'll ban When you. we need it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's fine. And everything will be a violation of some term of service. Whatever. Well, they stop that. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> now it's just like, well, we don't like you. And no, if whoa, enough whoa, whoa, people... what you're saying is goodbye. Like, I... Eventually, if anyone ever listens to our podcast, we will not have a podcast. Well, I think it's interesting and... This is we've I've now run into the problem that I knew I was going to run into today, if we were going to talk about this, and it's a problem that has just kind of always plagued me on this podcast is my inability to put my thoughts into words. Yeah, but my brain can't tell you how how wrong I think it is to ban Andrew Tate, and it is not because I agree with him. I don't care. You can hate him. We can't just be banning people. Because we don't like what they say. That's not how real life works. Real life, shit is going to... People are going to say things to you that you're not going to agree with. And that's okay. You have to be able to to have a conversation. Or 
Or he just, you don't even have to have a conversation. Just, like, let it Fucking go. ignore it. <laughs> yeah, why does? Why? What? Who? How do you have to grow up to come to this idea in your life that everything needs to be tailored to exactly how I want it, or else nothing is good? I that mindset that a, is I dangerous. A, I would take that a step further. And like, how could you be so selfish and self-absorbed and arrogant to want to make everyone conform to what your sensibilities are? Like, there are people that say things that I don't like. You know what I do about it? I either confront it or I just ignore it. Forget even say. Like, believe, do, exist. It in doesn't realms. matter. Like, that, there are a ton of people. Most people in this world live in ways that I probably would not agree with. But like... But that, I will never what try Andrew, to make them do or what, be something I want them to be. What Andrew Tate does, it doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't have any impact on someone's life personally. So I just don't understand. Are you scared? Are you scared of what he has to say? Because they no, should be. No, they, they're not scared of what he says. They're scared of what. They are scared of what he says. They're scared of what. His followers. They're scared of the fact that people agree with what he says. They're like, "Whoa, people are hearing this." And but okay, I, these ideas are. But spreading. this is the same. But oh, but this is the same stuff we dealt with with Trump, which is like, at some point, you can't just react to things and go, "Well, I don't like that people are agreeing with them. Let's shut it down." You have to reverse engineer sometimes, and we have to have the conversation of, "Okay, well, what is he saying?" And why are people? Why does that? Why is that resonating with people? I don't think it's that it's complicated. The, dude, after the, I kind of think it is because after 2016 in the election, instead of them doing a self-diagnosis on like why, why did people feel the way they felt about Trump to vote for him? It was just ignore it, push it down, try to ban him. It just doesn't work that way. But it wasn't even that, dude. They went on an entire campaign that they to this day are still perpetuating well that's my, that's my point so like i would say when i'm when i said it's i, I don't even think it's a complicated i just mean in the sense that like it's still the same ideology that's losing control so, like, it's not that complicated in the sense of, like, of course there's going to be people who align with more traditional beliefs and value sets who want to live in accordance with a an ideal of, like, capitalism, the family structure, and, like, male-female order. Not everyone's going to want to give that up to submit to some liberal utopia where every gender is constantly not just represented but celebrated while traditionalism is demonized. That's what's happened. So, like, I know the left hates to hear it, but a lot of the reason why you were losing control is because you weren't happy with acceptance and equality. Yes. You've needed domination. And this pursuit of domination and totalitarian domination, ideology on a warpath to snuff out all opposition, there's only one way that ends. And, you, and it's the left that's pursuing those ends. So they can't see it that way. They think the right is an inherent evil that needs to be snuffed out. And the right is a general term to represent just, like, God's guns, God gun and country in America. But yeah. like, it's not really even the right. It's just people who want to. It's libertarianism, traditional leftism. Like if you want to be free of oppressive tyranny, you can't do that in America without running afoul of the tyrants who are essentially modern leftists. 
And I'm sorry if you're a leftist and you're like, well, I'm a peace-loving hippie. Guess what, dude? You're the suits. You're the guys. You just hired 87,000 jackbooted IRS agents. Dude, I can't. You celebrate it as a climate bill. You people are deluded and you're dangerous. And, like, that's what we're saying. But I don't think it's complicated in the sense of, like, you just, this is a fundamental ideological war, <laughs> you know? And, like, you're never going to be able to snuff out people who want to live in a different way from, like, the major <clears throat> the majority. When the majority becomes essentially tyrannical, which, I mean, it's hard to argue they're not. And I, people never really make the argument that they're not. They but... just demonize people who make the argument that they are. So, like, when people like me say... Like, the shit with the Civil War when they raided Trump and people like me are on Twitter like, the Civil War, the Civil War, and they're like, oh, if you if you talk about the Civil War, you're a big fucking scumbag. You know what that really is saying? Like, I, I'm not saying I want a Civil War. I'm saying that we're in a Civil War. I'm we not have saying been. we're in a Civil War because I want to be in a Civil War. We I'm have saying, been. like, it's just what the reality of the situation is, dude. And, like, maybe it's not a hot war. Maybe it's the cold civil war of America. But for the last five, ten years, have you felt comfortable being in political discussions with people of the opposite side? No. Has it been more serious than that? Well, it's escalating quickly. Every day. We've had congressmen shot. We've had people arrested. We've had assassination attempts on Supreme Court justices. We, and it's not just in America. It's around the globe. So, like, if you can't take it that the political divides around the globe, the extremes, are polarizing, we all say that all the time. If you don't understand what that means, like, the more polarized it gets, the more real the Civil War is. So, like, accept these realities so we can, come, so we can exist in reality together and stop demonizing people who are just acknowledging the political reality that we all live in. You're the propagandized one. You refuse to just wake up to the fact that the ideological war that is in this country is is in your brain. But still, the thing is, is I just don't see how this gets better. I don't see an end to it. Like, like it's we are in a tunnel. There's no light at the end of the tunnel, but we're in the tunnel. Yeah, dude, it's gonna we're gonna get there. But when, when, because <laughs> like we've. This podcast is coming on two years old, and we've been talking about it for five years before the podcast. So we're talking like seven years. Is that an exaggeration? I think, see, but here's the thing. We're kind of all deluded in our lifetime. Like, we have a very weird perspective, because from our perspective, wars are 40 years long. And, like... Sure, this is like the very beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Historically, like... When the war, if there were, God forbid, going to be an armed conflict between ideological sides in this country, it would not look much like previous civil wars in America. We've talked about this before. But I would think that it would probably be resolved pretty quick if, if it would happen. It would be bloody and brutal, but I don't think it would be extended. Because I think what it would be... Well, I don't know. I, I, do, no think, I do think it's hard to envision it's hard to, it's hard. a bloody... Civil War in today's I just mean in the age. sense of like it has already been so long like we've already felt all that exhaustion like the war weariness would happen so quick I just think we'd all regret very quickly like, yeah. I, in my mind that's wrong about everything let me just stress every time I try to make a prediction about anything it's usually incorrect but like in my mind if it ever came to blows we'd all just kind of like it, the, either the goal would be achieved or it wouldn't and it would be snuffed out and then it would just be over. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, think about the stories we're told about the Civil War. Not the stories, but, like, the history of the Civil War. We're like, are we going to have cavalries of, like, generals leading battalions into, like, Gettysburg? I don't know. It doesn't, but that's what I, like, I, I just, it doesn't feel like It's going it. to be guerrilla warfare in the city. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that's going to happen. It's going to be just an unraveling society, and then, like, how, we've said it before, too, like, how it pieces itself together. Like, will Texas be a republic? Will there be democracy in the Northwest? What's the Northeast doing? Yeah, it does feel like it would be more. Just like regional governments and then like. More unraveling than anything. And then territorial skirmishes for like, we actually belong to this part of the country. No, we belong to this. Like, the part of Washington and Oregon that wants to be Idaho will fight to be Idaho, essentially, hypothetically. But like, we're just going to be. I don't think anything would change up here in the Northeast. Like, we just. The Northeast would probably be the one place that would remain the United States of America. That seems like a very heliocentric way of looking at things. It might be, but I also think... I bet there are people in like the Pacific Northwest who are like, I think like this would just be America. If, like I think it's just because you're here, you have a good pulse on what's going on here. No, but I think that the Northeast traditionally has the roots of what makes America like the corrupt... That's because where it started. Yeah, but I mean, it's also where it's the oldest. Whereas the most... The most political control that the machine has on both sides of the political aisle occur in New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. These states have political dynasties that... I'm not even talking about people that get elected. Like, I'm talking about people that run their election systems or, like, just... Who've just always been in the machine now. Like, their whole lives. They're probably, like, 60, 70 years old. I blame Connecticut. It's it's literally all the states. Pennsylvania, too. Like, think about Philadelphia. Philadelphia's a mob city. Yeah, it just feels like Connecticut's grimy, though. When it comes to that, like, because they do it in like a rich way, as yeah. opposed to like Philly, I don't know, just different. It'd be a really good book, like a novel. It'd be a fiction, like you'd write a fiction book, but like you'd pull from like a lot of today, but you'd write be called the unraveling, and like you just prophesize on what you think I, would you happen. Couldn't name it the unraveling, dude. Why? It's a cool name. Oh my god. This is where you show your lack of intellectual might. The Unraveling is a notorious book. Oh, it's a real book? It's a book. What's it about? It's a it's an economic book. Well, Do you lame. know who wrote it? Robert Reich. You're close, but no. Who? In my opinion, worse than Robert Reich. That other guy I don't like. Bill Crystal. No, is he even, is Billy he even Crystal. No, not Billy Crystal. <laughs> Bill Crystal. No. Who's not an economist? Who's just I don't even know what the fuck Bill Crystal. That guy sucks. He's just political. That guy's just an hack. asshole. Um, Paul Krugman. Oh yeah, that would have been my third guess. That guy sucks oh, too. Oh my god. So you wrote a book called The Unraveling? I have it. It's on my bookshelf. It's the one I didn't burn. I also burnt. What's his other book that I had that I burnt? I burnt one of his other. Did books. you like it? I loved it when I read it. Why? Because you were a socialist bitch. <laughs> I was so into it. You fucking lived. I was like Paul you Krugman fucking knows libtard. everything. You're such a l- dumb lib. And then, like, five years later, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Who do you think are worse? People that know the issues and pretend that those aren't the issues? Or the people who just don't know the issues? I think, like, no one's... I've been thinking about this a lot for the last like, couple days. Someone like Thomas Frank. He wrote an entire book. 
nailing everything that's wrong within like kind of how we got to where we are right now. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like why did people vote for Trump? If you read Listen Liberal, I feel like you get a pretty good idea of like, oh, it's probably why there's a lot of people that left the Democratic Party. But then like getting to a point where it's like, I know all that. I wrote all that. But still, vote but for still the like Party. they're the better people. It's like, well, like don't. Don't you get it? But they see the Republican Party as a separate and distinct entity. Which is crazy, but that's what they do. That's how they justify it. Like, how do you not just look at it as like, all these people are awful? <laughs> I know. But they don't They don't see, they don't give Trump credit. He like actually fights McConnell. Like, he's like, literally right now he's in an actual power struggle with Mitch McConnell for the Republican Party. That's the difference. Like, the the... The factions in the Democrat Party are pretend. Like the Justice Democrats, the Progressive Caucus, Bernie Sanders being an independent. These are imaginary things that they tell themselves to keep people in the Democratic Party. But in the Republican Party, the Tea Party, the the Freedom Caucus, the MAGA movement, these are real distinct things that are actually happening in the Republican Party that are told, like, oh no, it's all just Trump and Trump is literally a Nazi. And anyone who votes for a Republican Party is a racist Nazi, so. And that's, I mean, you know, it's crazy to, to hear it said, but it's literally the arguments that are made against this. And look, how many times do we have to say fuck Donald Trump? Like, it's not about Donald Trump. No, Donald never Trump has could been. could be a Jeffrey Epstein friend. He could be a pedophile on the island. He could do all sorts of terrible things. I don't know. All I know is I have two options here. And I don't know how you could ever conclude that Donald Trump is the worst option. <laughs> like, in my opinion... The one guy that all the other terrible people hate is probably not as bad. The one guy who couldn't get anything good done. Didn't do anything. He did nothing. So, like, if you really just like the way things are, and you, you want to justify it by, like, I don't want things to change. Well, that's why... But, like, like, I know Joe Biden's terrible. Well, then just vote for the guy who has no power. Listen. Puppet Joe Biden is destroying everything. Do you Wait. see how as close we get to midterms, the gas prices get lower and lower? Did you see the video from the other day after he signed the bill, the spending bill, the way he held the pen out? Do you think he was doing that as like I a didn't troll? See it. You didn't see that clip? No, I didn't see it. Where he looked like he looks lost? No. Oh, okay. Well, I got to show it to you. So I kind of think. He's just fucking around? I kind of think at this point he knows people are talking about him, that he's like. Lost it. That he's lost it. it up. I think so. <laughs> or he's legitimately. Look, this isn't even Joe Biden. This is some clone of Joe Biden or some body double. Joe Biden died two twenty years ago. Oh my god! I have to tell you something else after we get to this topic. Truly catching up. Would you? How would you feel about writing a book together? Sure. Like I'm serious. Yeah. I'm okay, because I just had it. I had the idea for the unraveling, and then you said that was already a thing. So I got a new one. I'll tell you after the podcast. I think it's good enough where I don't want it on. Okay, forget right, you on. guys. I have to. This is gonna be bad podcasting, but I have to find this video of Joe Biden. What was but the last it, time we recorded in the den? It was a long time ago. It was a whole different energy down here. Joe Biden pen video. Yeah, it's the first thing. I think. Okay. I think this has to be... He's just fucking around. I think so. Well, I mean, that's what I thought about the bike fall, too. Because, like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? 
Because if it is, like, if this is, like, him Maybe messing around. Maybe a really good actor. Like, if this is him just messing around, like, I think it's really funny. Because, like, I, and, like, f- not fun. Like, I do think Biden is funny in a very, like, I thought Trump was funny because he's a funny guy. Yeah. I think Biden is funny because like, he's. This is hilarious. This is crazy. Like, this is happening. This is, this would be the first time I look at Biden and I go, oh, that's funny because he's funny. So watch this, just hit play and watch that when video. He calls people fat and stuff. Okay. And challenges them to fights in the parking lot. <laughs> but again, like I don't think that's funny because he's funny. I think it's funny when pictures of his son with his naked niece are. Yeah. Again, not really that funny. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's normal. Nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with that. The way he like doesn't know what to do, so he just hands that guy. He's not supposed to hand that guy the yeah, pen. Hand a man from the pen. That's normal. I think that's normal. But look at his face. As well, he's, he's glaring at Mansion. There's a political undertone here. I don't see this as him being demented at all. This is a political thing. See, I look at that as demented. No, no, no. See, Mansion is the one that was holding up this bill the whole time. And he looks at Mansion and hands him a pen. The pen that the bill signed with. Yeah. The pen that the bill signed with always gets handed to someone who's important to the bill being passed. And he looks at Mansion with the look of like, here you go. Like, kind of like... Almost a little glare, like a little comical. Like, I think that's what it is. So I I would agree with that because of the way. As soon as he like takes it, he Biden like flips his switch. Well, no, as he's giving it to him, he looks like a lost kid at like a playground. Like, that's just the face he's making. Then yes, but then he like flips it on. He's like, so okay, I see that. But, like, there's plenty of other things to make fun of Joe Biden for. So, like, I try not to always go after the low-hanging fruit. What? There's hey, so much... speaking of Billy, Billy Crystal. Bill Crystal? Billy Crystal. He's on TV? Yeah. Cool. Set the um, game. So, I was watching Moana while my in-laws were over before. Like, the bathtub was running. And... Do you know every word to Moana now? No, but I've seen it way more times than I've ever, like, thought I would ever watch Moana, which was zero before, so, like, there's that. Anyway, so I was so it was on TV, and I hadn't really paid attention to the movie, but this, the end scene is on where, like, the... I don't even know what the fuck's going on in the movie, to be honest with you. Some goddess thing is picking up little baby Moana. Not little baby Moana, she's, like, a... I don't know, tween? I don't know. Little Moana's baby Moana. And she's, like, giving her a hug, and then she lays down and becomes the mountain. And as I'm watching this, a scene that I've seen a few times before. Did you cry? But No, as I'm watching it, I literally was like, oh, shit. Like, the words, oh, shit, left my mouth because it's a Disney movie, and it all clicked with me. This movie's all about one of the big conspiracy theories I've kind of been watching, reading about for, like, years. That, like, I don't really... You know how I am with conspiracy theories. Like, I entertain them all, but, like, I'm not a believer in anyone. I just, like, I like them. I read them. I like knowing what people would argue and believe. But I take no stance on many of them. But people believe that mountains... Are living things? Were living things. Were either ancient trees, like, gigantic trees. Well, I think... Or... Well, that's because that's, like, in Moana. Like, Paul Bunyan It's in Hawaii. Well, I think that's like what the the Hawaiian people believe. Not yes. like it's their belief. Like, yes. yes, not now, but like in back in the day. But like, I just think, like tribal Hawaiian. Okay, but I didn't notice until the, like the third time I'm watching the scene where this goddess lays down and becomes the mountain, like the literal mountain range. Where I'm like, 
Oh yeah, I've for years looked at people make the argument that like they're literal people, like the Tartaria people. Yeah. Like a whole By the way, subsect of conspiracy theory where like people are like, no, mountains are fucking giants, dude. When you every mountain, when you look at a mountain, you'll see a face, you'll see feet, you'll see body parts. And like, come on, it sounds crazy. But they'll show you enough people pictures where at the end of it you're like, okay, well maybe people, Mount Everest is mountains are people. We're giant people. It's pretty cool. Gods or titans or some sort of other thing that existed before humans. I mean, if that is the case, that's that's a cool one. That's a that's a cool conspiracy. I'm telling you, dude, there's a lot of mountains that have weird, like, hand or face-like features where you're like, okay, well, if that thing rose out of the ground and was a giant, like, rock being, you'd be like, okay, well, it looked like one. <laughs> it makes sense at that time. Look, it did but, have a face. But... I don't know. I see. I feel like almost every tree I look at, I go, "There's a face there." It's fair, but it's more than that, though. It's more than just recognizing like smiley face patterns on like tree stumps. It's like literal like outlines of entire bodies and feet. And I don't buy it. Look into it though. Sam Tripoli was on Rogan like last week. Yeah. He brought up Tartaria. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What did he say? I don't. I don't remember. But he did bring it up. I thought it was cool. See, Tartaria is interesting shit. Sam Tripoli is a trip, man. He's awesome. <laughs> he got. He has like. He's got all the fun, good conspiracies like Tartaria. That there's a spiritual warfare of like aliens and shit above us, raging on. You know, all the pro like plausible stuff. <laughs> ah, who knows? But yeah, so everyone was like, "Why'd you just say oh shit?" Because you're like, this is crazy. I was like, oh, why just put together the... Uh, Disney made a movie about a Is that soft movie. disclosure? No, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, is this, if they make this movie, like... Because, like, if any company well, knows, because, you it's know, another, Disney. There's another thing in that movie that I think is soft disclosure, too. And it's in multiple movies. It's in, like, the King Kong Godzilla movie. It's in... Oh, man, I'm not going to be able to think. It's, like, m- many... We're like in the ocean or specific points on this earth. Aliens. No, there are there are portals or oh. holes. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Were you they had it was all about Hollow earth. earth or other dimensions within Dude, our they reality. Sent, they sent King Kong into the into Hollow Earth. So this movie deals with that too. Where like a crab fall fell into this portal and then it became a god down there and like they go down there and all this stuff. But like. But the Hollow Earth theory also ties back to like the whole Hitler thing. Well, also the Hitler and It also ties Antarctica into things. It also can tar- tie into Tartaria if you want. It can tar- tie into the tie into everything. It all always does. When you go far enough into all of these things, they all tie in together. Some places. I'm gonna interrupt just to talk Yankees for a oh, quick second. We didn't mention how good Aaron Judge was. It was Waldo Cabrera? Did he home run? Just had his best at bat. In the pros against one of the best pitchers in baseball. Did he get a base hit off Scherzer? Beautiful walk. Nice. But he fell behind 1-2. Worked it back to full. Gets the walk. Fouled off a couple pitches. That's a good at bat. Heck yeah. That's confidence right there. But yeah, Judge is awesome. Finally. After looking like dog shit in that first at bat. That'll give you a lot of confidence to Jeff Scherz. Get hot, kid. Slump's over. You need 13 more. Turn the spigot on. You need 13. And you have plenty of time. You need 14. Well, you need 15. Plenty of time. 14 to tie, 15 to break. It'll be 7 by the end of next week. I hope so. 
And then it's like... He does hit him in fucking bunches. And not just like two or three. Like a thousand. No, he'll like one every day for 15 a week. days. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, his last hot stretch, he hit 13 home runs in a 15-game span. It's pretty good. It's pretty absurd. All right, well, is it still recording? Yeah, it's still recording. So we're just going to have one moment every episode where... It just stops recording. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, we might have to find a new recording software. No, I've been using Audacity for the last 15 years. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that sentence <laughs> is exactly why we should look for a new recording software. I don't maybe. know how to use anything else. There's got to be cheap, good... Oh. What happened? I don't I don't know how that's going to sound. I just hit the mute button, which I didn't even know there was a mute how button. How long was it muted? Was it just your mic or was it Split both Split second. Well, it was both. Split second, though. Why would one mute button mute both mics? Why can't we just record this on, like, GarageBand? GarageBand? That's an even older program than Audacity. No way is it not. That's gotta be. No way. GarageBand's from, like, year one of Apple. No! Steve Jobs invented Macs just so he could have GarageBand to edit his (laughs) band software. Because when he was building Apple in his garage, really, they were in a garage band. We need something to record our music on. Build a computer, Steve. I just hate how every aspect of our world is like fake and artificial. That's like my big gripe. No right, Garage Band. That. Wow, look at this. Is it older than Audacity? No, Audacity, but Audacity came up with the same search. Audacity, May 28th, 2000. Okay, that's an old program, 22 years old. Garage Band, January 6th, 2004. Okay, Audacity is much older. Logic Pro, 1993. We should get that. It's probably better. That's the oldest one. But like Steve Jobs and like Mark Zuckerberg and and Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, like they're all fucking CIA government tainted sheep dip fucking plants. Like none of these people actually did the shit we're told they did. All these companies are actually fucking fake. The commercials are fake. Capitalism and the economy is all fake. Central bank is fucking bullshit. Federal Reserve is absolutely horse. Joe Biden being in charge of anything is ridiculously ludicrous. The idea that anyone takes MSNBC, CNN seriously is ridiculous. So, like, that just bothers me, living in a world where literally everything about it is complete horseshit 24-7, you know? That's why I like sports, because, like... Correct. They're, bo- they're all bullshit, too, but, like... I don't... I think I can, that's what... At least I'd like to believe that baseball and football like, aren't entirely I think, scripted. I think, like... So, like, Amanda. Amanda's... Not into sports at all. And I've tried so hard. By the way, Dolphins-Jets coming up. That's week three. Yeah. We're going to that game. Come say hi to us if you're there. Or stab us if you don't like us. We record our podcast from the parking lot. Um, I told Amanda, like, it's only week three. So that means there's only two games on television before that. I told her, as a, a gift, as my birthday gift, all I want. I want you to sit down with me. So she'll come over. We'll watch week one and week two. You have to watch the full game. You can't be on your phone. You can go on your phone during commercials, during halftime. But while the game is on... You have to root for the Dolphins. You, have to, you don't even have to root for the Dolphins. You can root against them. I don't... I don't really... Actually, you can't. That's not allowed. I'll kick but you out of that room. <laughs> I just want you to, to watch. You can ask as many questions as you want. Because I think she would like it. Football's fun. That's what I'm saying. But she doesn't. She just thinks she doesn't like sports. Football's you know what, so exciting. You know what Amanda's dying to get into? What? 
All she wants to do is like on Saturday nights is like, hey, let's stay home and watch UFC. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, like it's football's kind of like UFC in a way. I mean, there's a lot of like downtime to eat chips and talk. And yeah. There's like bursts of really awesome excitement where you're like, whoa! I'll or, never get her to like baseball, and that's fine. Or where you're really sad. More times than you're really sad. <laughs> oh, speaking of the football and like being sad, did you see the Chris Sims, Mike Florio clip? No. It's making the rounds today? No. I'm interested in it. Are they sad? They're. I think Chris Sims should be forced to stand trial. Can I wait before you tell he me was what the... he said? Before you tell me what he said, because I'm interested. Yes, I that's a good clip. End my Dolphins prediction for the year, because we've been very hyped, and now that we've seen anything bad, but I just want to take into account and be more realistic about the fact that like, two is really an approved year, and McDaniel's a first-time head coach, and. We don't know what kind of step the defense is going to take, and the cornerback situation is a little questionable. So I, I will say, I want ten wins and a playoff exp- appearance as my minimum. But I, I was a lot higher before. I was I, saying division win, but if this year is just like nine, ten wins, and we're competing for the wild card, I won't entirely say it's a fail. I'll be more disappointed in Chris Greer than anything, probably. But like my my prediction. Is we lose the AFC Championship? I would game. love that. It'd be great. Isn't that sad though? You would love to lose the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Well, it's nice. Won a playoff game. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> uh, maybe two, depending. Woo. Um, I'd rather win one though in that scenario. Yeah, because if you win two, then you just win the whole thing. Like, don't lose. Yeah. Um. There are times when they flash to McDaniel on the sidelines, and I'm like, and I love him. And I'm like, you don't look like a coach. Is he like, in over his head? Like, but I will say this. There are also times when I see him. But they fucking love him. There are times when I watch him in press conferences or see him on the sidelines, and I think, like, I could see him here for a long time. And, like, even with Adam Gase, probably the – I was excited about Flores, but I – you knew he was on shaky ground for a while. Not oh, that yeah. you thought he was going to be fired when he was fired. But, like, Mike but there McDaniel was nothing can... that told you about what Flores was doing at any point during his tenure that was like, he's going to be here for 20 years. It was like it was always like he's got to do better. I don't know. After year one, into year two, I was like, "This guy's the the guy." Well, we even then we were like, "Well, we have to see the because step." When he was when he was benching Tua to win games, that was awesome. I think we were all on board with that. Sure, but it wasn't. But I still don't think we were confident that Flores was going to be here for a long time. Anyway. You didn't see the Chris Sims, Mike Florio stuff. No, so what did he say? Chris Sims might be <laughs> the most notorious to a hater. To a Dolphin hater. Along with his stupid pro football talk partner, Mike Florio. Yes. They're not allowed to just pretend that, like, two is not bad. Because you were the ones who've peddled the two is bad shit. So don't come on here and be like... Well, he's always been accurate. He's always been good enough. He's always been... He His just, arm is fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? You Every week, you come out and you shit on him. You don't get to just say, no, I'm excited for the Dolphins. And like, I think two is going to take a big step. and Because he's, he's always had the skill set. He always had the skill set. Last year, you said he's got no skills. 
Hey, I mean, it was insane. It's insane. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Disrespecting my team by respecting them after disrespecting them. You're not on the dolphin train. I just hope there is a dolphin train this year. Like every year, we're expecting Dude, a dolphin we start train like that never arrives. If we start zero two. It's just like that'd be the worst. Like it's over. Let's have. Let's start from the beginning. Good. Especially because it's the Patriots. Like it's this is the same test you were faced with last year. Yeah, it's such a bullshit. I don't want to start against the Patriots. I know, but like go out there and win. That's the not game. fair to Mike McDaniel. They're not that good, dude. Go out there and win that game. Mac Jones throwing seven picks. That'd be so fun. He's throwing every pick. It'd be so Actually, fun. you know what? He's, be not, really... he's not going to get a chance to throw that many picks because it'd be really fun. They're if just going to run the ball off, down our throat. If you start off the McDaniel's era with like such a high of like. Embarrassing the Patriots, and then such, and you start the Patriots off on such a negative where they. If you were, if you were like the defensive, if you're the defensive coordinator, if you're Josh Boyer going into Week One against the Patriots, what's your game plan? I'm like crowding the box, and I'm sending everybody every play, and I'm daring you to throw the ball. Yeah, but if Ibnogany's on the field, they're just gonna throw it at Ibnogany all the time, and he looks so bad. Someone, someone tweet it like. Must be really easy to be an opposing quarterback, like to or an opposing offensive coordinator. Like your game plan is All right, wherever look that for guy number is, nine. Yo, get the ball to wherever it. that ball, whoever the receiver is. Number nine, is. you're getting the ball, dude. He's bad. He's really not good. I don't think he's gonna make the team. It's sa- it we sounds tough. He's probably gonna make it because we don't have a lot of other options. It sounds tough to be like Needham's hurt. First round pick. Year three, he's like never seen the field to cut him, but I don't think he's making the team. He can't. He's a liability out there. He's terrible. I think this stopped again. No, no, it's gone. He doesn't. He doesn't even play special teams well. No, he doesn't really do anything. (laughs) He's fast. He might be a good coach. Maybe he's like one of those guys, like those who can't do teach. I don't know, man. He doesn't look like he knows the fundamentals of the position he plays. <laughs> I don't think he knows the goal. Like I don't think he knows he's supposed to stop passes from happening. I don't want to be a Noah Igbenogany basher on this podcast. He's fine. He's never done anything in any actual way that's negative, really. I don't know. He's like went he's into, had a few negative plays. But like, he went into like the Bills game after someone got hurt and oh like just got torched, torched. <laughs> like repeatedly. But I mean, how do you expect over to... and over and over again? <laughs> how do you expect him to learn? They never put him in the game. How much worse do you think you would be compared to like like Nick McNuggets? He's probably one of the worst corners in the league at this point. Think about where how good he is though compared to like you. What do you think you would look like trying to guard like Tyreek Hill? But see, at that point, it's like not even playing the same game. So like, I right, find who's the worst wide receiver in football. You're guarding that guy. You'd have to be like, even I think. Well, like a bad tight you end. Know, like I was gonna say, you know, when Christian Wilkins catches a pass out of the backfield, you think you could guard him? No, I don't think I could even <laughs> guard him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I might be able to keep up. But it's more than just like keeping up with. Yeah, those. The those but like that's the thing. He's like, a much better athlete. Well, than I think. I think that's what people don't understand. Like just like fans. I think if you were like in a foot race, forty yard sprint with like any D lineman. Yeah, no, I can't. No, he's gonna. Yes, I know they're big boys, but they're they're fast. Christian Wilkins definitely. Yeah, he's faster than you. By keep up, he's faster than me. (laughs) By keep up, I just mean like maybe I can go step for step in like a. 
when you're starting in football, you're not you're, like, you're at the bit, exact same. So it's not yeah, a race. So you're a little bit further back. <laughs> you just gotta like I have to like defend but the pass. You kind of have to play off because yes. if he if he's allowed to contact you, he's and sending then, you to a different planet. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then like when the ball's in the air, we're fighting for that football. Well, like, he's, just, he's just gonna throw me away. Yeah, like, yeah like, this is my ball. <laughs> and then let's say he catches the ball and he's running at you. Oh yeah. well, I can't tackle him. So yeah, much. I'm not as good as Noah Ibanagani, clearly. I would never be on a NFL roster. So he's got that on me. <laughs> All right. It would be funny if NFL teams, like, every year, one fan at random is just on the roster. Did I tell you my idea for, I think we've for baseball? About something like this. Instead of position well, from players? The, from the stands? Yeah. You could do something like that in football. I think every sport should have that. Like, there's. You need to find. Like, I think in football, it should actually probably be, like, the holder. Like, if for some reason the guy who normally holds the point afters and the field goals is, like, hurt or gets sick before the game, you get a fan. The only job that they have is they get to take the snap and hold it. I think it'll be fun. Because they're going to fuck it up just repeatedly. Yeah. And then maybe one time, like they muff it, so like they have to hold it, and they have to like try to run with it, and they get lit up. It was like you could do you could do the extra point, a two point conversion, or a four point play, where you have to use a fan. The fan has to be the quarterback. Is it from the five? Is it a random fan, or is it like you get to like before the game, before you each like game, screen the fan. you like you that guy looks like an fan. Yeah. four point. It's play. like hey, you're our guy today, and if we if we need you. You're down late, dude. Like if they're, if you're down, if you're down three, yeah, and you need four well, points. Oh, I don't want to say you're down three because you got it. I think it should be a five point play. Here's okay. why: because if you're down four, you're never gonna go for it because you'd rather yes. just take the field goal. Yeah, 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 and tie it. Yeah, yeah, and you're never really down four, and it, yeah. So I think I think a five point play could be helpful. It, that's a huge play. It's like well. You never get a five point play. But be careful you don't pick a guy who's actually there rooting for the other team because he might come in there and tank the play on purpose. No way. No guy's going in there and tanking <laughs> the play. Also, you I oh, had this conversation doing, like when at halftime in a basketball game, like you make the free throw, you get like ten grand or something. The the guy from the stands, if he converts the five point play for him. He gets first of all complete insurance for any medical incident that may happen. Yeah, because he's gonna die most <laughs> he's gonna, likely. He's gonna get injured. So that don't even worry about that. But if you convert the five points, guess what? You get a new car. I think you get like a contract. Oh, and you're on the practice squad. Yeah, like you get to like you don't have to take it, but like you're offered a contract. And what are the, the cheerleaders gonna give you a blowjob after the game? Hey, that's a nice that's a nice gig too. Um. We, I, we not, were, you can't tell anyone about that part of the agreement. We were having this conversation the other day, or last week, in my baseball league, which is over now. Um, How'd you do this year compared to last year? Lost in the first round of the playoffs last year. Like we lost in the fun. second round of the playoffs. I feel like I have... You've regressed as a player. No, no. Like, You've hit your peak. Yeah. <laughs> like I get why they say... Like, for professional athletes, like, when they hit their age, like, 27, 28, 29, and 30 seasons, like, those are, like, the best years. I have... T- I'm 32, and my Dude, shoulder hurts so bad. I get it. I understand not playing, like, the best competition. But, like, I was, we were playing, like, a team that was pretty good. 
and like they hit the ball well. They, I'm making every play. I got into an at bat, and like I just do things differently now that I'm like older. I feel more mature. I just There's more confidence. I was in a three-one count, and I was like, I don't know. I just kind of, or no, it was it was in a one-two count. My first bat facing a lefty. And I was just like, when I was growing up playing, I never tried to guess pitches because I didn't know how, I didn't understand when they would do it. But like, I was like, one, two, dude's throwing me, guy's going to try to throw, get me with this like backdoor breaking ball. So I choked up and I just poked the thing to right. I was like, yeah, that's how you hit. That's like, that's being a hitter. And then later it was a three, I was in a three, one count. And I was like, I'm selling out. This guy loves his slider, but I was like, I'm going to sell out for the fastball. Because if, if I don't get it, that's fine. I'll take a, I'll take the strike, whatever. But like I'm selling out for fastball. Sure enough, I get the fastball, rope it. So like that stuff is better. I'm in the best shape of my life currently. So I don't know. I'm like in my prime. So that's why I'm thinking like I'd love to get like a second team that's maybe like 18 and up instead of 25 and up. Play fall ball. Play with like some like guys who are home from for the summer from college and they're trying to stay like loose. I want to like face like real. Go out for open tryouts for the blue claws. <clears throat> I want to so bad. Just go play for a year. I would love that. Dude, Ben and Tendy's sick. He's great, right? He's anyway, sick. before we end the podcast, I was trying to I'm trying to say. Um did you just double? I think this did stop. No, it is going. Interesting. Um We're still recording, everyone. IKF double and then a Ben and Tendy double. Sweet, so it's four nothing. Three nothing. Um, before this judge at bat, I'm sure I get this out. You know when, like, a team would be short in Little League players, and they would take... We could have had the game on here. No, there's no cable box. But they would take, the like, a kid from the team that they're playing and play him in right field? Yes. Is it your duty to try your hardest? Or are you supposed to just kind of, like... Like, you can't make a diving play against your team. You do the bare minimum. You're and like, you're gonna try in your bats because like you want to fucking hit. But like if they if there's like, like if, a you, pop... if you come up in like a game winning situation and you win the game, it's it'll be up. awkward. But like I don't think anyone will like hold it against you. Like, I think they would. I don't. I don't know. me in that position. Yeah, you should pick a way worse player than me <laughs> yeah. to play for them. You put me over there. What do you think? I'm not gonna try to embarrass you when I'm playing. All right, all right, Judge, come on. O two. It's not anything related to this baseball game. Scherzer won the first battle. Judge won the second. Who will win the third? Just take this pitch. Don't even don't even think about swinging. It's gonna be a strike. No, this ball's like right here. Another homer. That's a really good pitch. Come on, Judgey. Why couldn't they just show the replay? <laughs> no, we gotta show you this. We gotta show you this animation of this the home run. Are working in the in case you missed studio. it. In case you missed it, look at this stick figure. Look at that line. What a bomb! What a shot from the stick man. <laughs> Come Come on. That's just a replay. Hang something from a man. Oh, boy. Get out, ball. Oh, boy. Did he get it? No, he's short on it. Oh, boy. How does that not go? Hey, still, move the runner over. It's fine. 
Also, I, like, just missed it. How should have hit go? that out, really, Judge. That was really on you. You got under it. I'm not going to say Scherzer won that battle. Judge is just coming out of the slump in a week that balls out. Yeah. But also the weather's changing now, so a lot of the fly balls that were going out a few weeks ago probably won't be going Oh, Judge knew it instantly. It must be so fun to be that good, though. We're like, you know instant. Like, I, we were all like, eh? And he's like, no, it's not. Like, well, just the fact that he got a pitch that he could drive is like step one. Judge, not, like, twice a night sees a pitch. Where I don't like, really know if that I was just a little high. But it's a pitch that he's hit out before. Like he could get that ball out. He just barely, he just barely missed it. That's a ball. All right. All right. Good night, everyone. We're done. We're done with you.
Okay. Um, how long? Now your your teeth in your life of going to the dentist. Okay. How many times have you gotten a filling? Like for just a cavity? Yeah. yeah. A couple times, like three or four. On average, how long do you think getting a filling takes? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, right? That's probably about right. Maybe 45 if for some reason it might be like a tough one. Yeah. Here's what I don't understand. Why is my mouth... Did you go get a filling? Yeah. Why is my mouth numb four hours later? It's always that way. It's always like... It's not four hours. It's get, we're getting close. We're run, we're getting close to three. Well, that's not four. But the point is, is like they know it only takes forty minutes to put in a filling. You had a Give filling me enough. Filled? That's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. It's not really a filling filled. It was I had a filling that fell out, so they were just refilling a filling from like years ago. It was a redo, but still. Why is my mouth numb this this long after? You know it only takes 40 minutes. I want to have all my teeth replaced with, like, hippo teeth. Why? You'd look, you'd look British. Well, just because I, I fear having the dentist drilling and pushing things into my teeth. Are you scared of the dentist? I don't like dentists. Really? Yeah. I don't like doctors. I don't go, usually. I like dentists. I like doctors. Yeah, you go all the time and find reasons to go. I would avoid... My limb could be falling off, and I'd be like, if I could just rest it, I'm going to go that route. It's nice sometimes just go and get things taken care of. It's never like, Dennis is nice. Never how it goes. No, Dennis is nice. If you find a good dentist. Well, that's what like, I, I like my new dentist. She's awesome. When my father-in-law was still doing dentistry, like, I, that was the most I went to the dentist. True. It was convenient. It was good. Didn't hurt you. Yeah. But... I've never had an issue with like a dentist. I I think maybe because mom always took us and I always had problems, so like it just you just get so used to it, dude. I cannot stop itching. You're such a complainer. You have no mental fortitude. They're mosquito bites, not bullet wounds. I'd rather have a bullet wound. <laughs> Are you? I'd rather be shot and not. Allowing me to see any of the... Oh, you know what? I didn't pull them up. Do we even talk about the Yankees? Yeah, I think we should. Like, they're I want to say something. Such assholes. Say here before we get like too deep into things. Yeah. Um, I said something last week that's wrong, and I felt bad about it when I was listening to it. I was just joking around and having fun, but still, it's not nice. What did you say? I said that we are the best Miami Dolphins podcasts and, like, at least for like having the pulse of the fan base and all that stuff. Like obviously that's not true. I mean we're good, but there's a lot of people who put a lot of time into their Dolphins analysis, and we there. don't do that <laughs> at all. And I was listening to like one. I was listening to a lot of Dolphin content, and like, this is really good. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like I like Travis. Yeah, like, his, oh whole, his whole life is like Dolphins. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Wanted to say that. And also, yeah, so the Yankees complete... We I said last week, we had a whole conversation, I think it was last week, where like, oh, we're not even, you know, we're not scared yet, but it's bad, you know, jump is judging a slump, ha 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 Full on slump. All those things came to fruition. I said it in a week. Things we're going on week number two now. What we're working eight, on Judge's second games? week of no homers. It's eight games. The lead? the lead? The lead is eight. 
It was so close to being it was six. It was it was about to be five in the loss. Yeah, like you're you're now lucky you got that win. Now it's seven in the loss. <laughs> you're so lucky you got that one win in that series. That win was that win was basically a must win. Oh well, I mean, if you lose it, you feel like that's exactly the pressure situation we're talking about. Now you gotta beat the Mets. You just gotta win games. Well, that's the thing. Is like our schedule is tough. Like it's hard. But that's not an excuse. So what do you say? You can't win? No, no. Supposed? I'm saying like for this team that's shown you no that ability to do anything. Like, I'm just saying people who would say that are yeah, like, tough. It's just like... Like this team has shown you nothing. Nothing. Like so much nothing. It's in fact it's shown you a lot, but like a lot of things that would make you think that this team has no hope of turning it around. It's really disgusting. Like Donaldson and Rizzo look washed. Rizzo look every once in a while shows a flash where you're like, alright, he's still When Rizzo it. had like his hot April, everyone was like, see? That's why you don't get Freddie Freeman. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but like, do you see now why you should have just paid for Freddie Freeman? Because like... I feel that with all the... Free he's just a much better player. Machado, Manny Machado is just a much better player. Bryce Harper is just a much better player. Like, there's a reason why you pay for these guys. It's not like free agents. I mean, even Lindor on the Mets. Yeah, look at Lindor. He's the best shortstop in baseball. Him, like, Mets fans... Oh, God. They don't get me started, man. I mean, I can't help it. I want to do something. I want to look up. The Mets have a much better record than you. Like, do you know what Freddie Freeman's numbers are this year? In a year where, like, he started off horrible. And people were talking about, like, him, like, is he past his time? Yeah. Okay, so he leads the majors in hits. He's got 151 of them. He's got 40 doubles. That does lead the majors. Uh, 16 homers. Perfectly perfectly respectable. 74 RBIs. 58 walks to 80 strikeouts. A 324 batting average. A 400 on base. A 521 slug for a 921 OPS. And that is why you spend money on free agents. And that is why the Dodgers don't ever lose... And are the best team in baseball. Consistently. Now. Consistently. And the Astros, too. Although the Astros haven't necessarily done as much through free agency. But definitely. But have. the Astros do it a different way. A, another way that can it, it can be done. But you know, what way, you know what way it can't be done? The way the Yankees are trying to do it. Like, the Yankees are trying to shove a square peg through a round hole. And it ain't working. We will get a whole bunch of... And, like, instead of just getting the circular fun. peg, they're like, what about this triangle? Like, I don't Does this work? Because... Donaldson, even Rizzo to an extent because of the options that were available year in and year out before you signed Rizzo. Because you had to. And, like, if they hadn't signed Rizzo, I would have been upset. But there are other options I wanted before Rizzo, but like you just had to sign Rizzo. I didn't necessarily need Freddie Freeman. I wanted Matt Olson. Sure. I wanted the Matt Olson trade. Which, by the way, want to look at his numbers? Where do you think his are in comparison well, even, to no, Rizzo? Even look at Carlos Correa right now, who's, like, having a real down year. Like, Having a shortstop that would be batting two sixty six with, with like, I don't know, a non base percentage it would be good. It's crazy. Uh, Matt Olson's having a pretty good year. He's batting two fifty one. That's a little down for him, but actually, I guess that's not really down for him. That's like exactly his career batting average. It's weird. He's got 26 homers. Correa's on base percentage is 348. Whoa. I don't think Matt Olson has missed a game yet. 
How many games have the Braves played? What's 75 plus 48? Quick math. It's 123, right? Yes. Wow, Matt Olson has played in every single game? That's badass. You see, that's where his value is. Like, Rizzo's been on the IL, like, two separate times that aren't even IL stints. He's, Rizzo has taken two separate breaks with his back. Where it's left us a man short. Yeah. Twice now. Also, I have to be mindful this episode of our... That the thing is scrolling, because last week we lost it, half and the it, episode. I know. See, as long as we keep seeing it just kind of <laughs> right there on that edge. Don't, don't see that anymore. The podcast is... Did you watch that new Game of Thrones show yet? Probably not. No, no I want to so bad, but I don't have internet. Has anyone said anything good about it or bad about it or anything? Uh, from everything I've... You know what actually is weird? Um... Everything I've seen on Twitter, it's hasn't been one way or the other. Okay. It's been a lot of hype and people saying like that like Game of Thrones is back and Game of Thrones is ruling TV and how but like I haven't actually seen like reviews of the show. I think people liked it. Like like Dave tweeted that he like how good it was. People were were talking about how dumb that they were for saying that they after season eight of Game of Thrones. They're like, I don't even want a Game of Thrones show. They're like, I regret that. This is awesome. So I, like, I saw stuff like that, but nothing specific. I'm hoping to watch episode one before next week. That would be nice. Oh boy, like I, I just have such dread every every time game. I see them take the field. Which is sad, because, like, the season was... Sad. The highs of this season were so high. Dude, they were incredible. The I've never experienced... Season so you know low. what? It is kind of cool <laughs> that, like, the highs of this season... I was too young to ever appreciate a team that was that good. I had never seen anything like it. It was so cool. We were winning every day in different ways. But that makes you appreciate now I have, so much more. That was the whole season. I have never... Witnessed baseball this bad. This is like we are losing. I feel like an Orioles fan. It's worse than the Orioles. <laughs> We're losing every single day, and eventually you lose so many in a row. You're like, well, we we're like mathematically we're probably going to win today. And then when you lose, but the then we won, game. right? Like, so we won yesterday. But no, there's no because we were like kind of like had to. You're probably losing today. Like your bullpen is bad. Your it's lineup is bad. Your defense is bad. You know I still hate so fucking. Isaiah kleiner falefa No, I like him. Is so bad. He's great. I can't stand watching that like man play baseball. Who look like we like if I had a party at my house, they might be there. Yeah, but he would be like the guy at your like he would come to your house as a professional athlete and like talk to no one and be a nerd. No, I think he. I think no one would believe you were a professional athlete. But you're not on the New York Yankees. I low key like Domingo Herman though. I feel like he's been fine. He's good. I mean, considering you traded away Montgomery, you better hope Domingo Armando would be good. Oh, by the way, that's another thing. Domingo, uh, Jordan Montgomery and J.P. Sears. You've changed their career trajectory. Both just awesome. Well, J.P. Sears, we've seen in person. He's Yeah, we went to his first start. It was awesome. No reason to trade him. He could have just slotted him in the fifth spot. we been fine. Get him out of here. That's the thing that Cashman hates. Oh, that's the other thing. Mata sucks! That's the thing that Cashman hates doing that I hate about his philosophy. He'd rather have, instead of J.P. Sears in the fifth spot and Montgomery in the third spot, he'd rather have 
J.A. Happ and taking up a fifth So spot. maybe maybe this. And Josh Donaldson on third base. And it's like... If Hal Steinbrenner's not going to fire Cashman because for some reason he's got the best job security in the world, can we at least... Oh my god, 0-2 count. Hit him in the foot. Let's go. Um, can we at least maybe think about pulling like a 20... 21 Dolphins and going like like two offensive coordinators. Let's have two general managers. Brian Cashman can still try to do offensive stuff. That's fine because he does hit it every once in a while. Let's get a different general manager just in charge of pitching. I don't know, man. Some of his best hits are pitching prospects. That's not even close. I think it's true. I don't think so at all. Every bullpen arm like Dylan Batances and David Robertson and he's got guys like... Mm-mm. Jordan Montgomery is going to go on to be a good pitcher. He's got guys. He like traded Jordan Chad Montgomery. Green. He's got guys like he sees. He doesn't. I don't. I think he does a terrible job. He traded for Andrew Heaney. He traded for Clay uh, Holmes, Mike King, Sonny Gray, Montas. Like, Sonny Gray was not the wrong trade. It clearly was. It no, didn't I, work out. No, it didn't work out, but it was the right trade to make at the time. And I think the same with Joey Gallo. Who's like, the other guy? Who's the other guy he got when we got Sonny Gray? Uh. This uh, Jaime Garcia, he Jaime, sucked. That was before, way before Sykeri. No, it was the same. It was the exact same trade deadline. The second time. It was the same trade deadline. It was we the had, same year. We got Jaime Garcia twice. What? We've traded. We got him Jaime. when we got Sonny Gray. We had him before we had Sonny Gray. Regardless, bad. He was a Yankee twice, right? He was bad. I don't think so, but regardless, he was he bad. He was. Jaime Garcia. I just... I need the Yankees to win five of eight. Like, go win five of your next eight games. And I'm going to feel like, all right, the ship has been written... Rated? Writ. That was 2017. Holy camoly. How long ago does that feel? Forever. Isn't it crazy we've never made it as far into the playoffs as we did in 2017? It's, it's pathetic. He was only Yankee once in 2017. Who's worried with 20? That's what I would have. I would have bet. Bet that he was only a Yankee once. Because when we traded for him, there was like, he had the press conference with Sonny Gray and he was talking about like growing up a Yankee fan and stuff. And you wouldn't do that like the second time you come to be a Yankee. What am I thinking of? Sonny Gray. No, Sonny Gray was a Yankee once. Are you thinking of Freddy Garcia? Oh, maybe. Was he Yankee twice? I think he was only a Yankee Sonny once Gray? too. Maybe I just think that this is the same person. <laughs> Freddie Garcia. I think he was a Yankee once. What about Vasquez? Was it Javi Vasquez Yankee twice? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Javi Vasquez was a Yankee twice. It's the Hispanics. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hear that? S- new podcast take. Sal thinks all Hispanics are the same. <laughs> it's not true, I don't. But like, if you pitch for the New York Yankees and you... Are a Vasquez or a Garcia? I might confuse you unintentionally, and then correct it. Yeah, Javi Vasquez was a Yankee in two thousand four. All star in two thousand four. He was good, and then he was terrible. And then we got rid of him. 
sold high. Then he came back to the Yankees in 2010, where he was terrible. <laughs> Actually, the worst year of his career, 2010, when we had him. Absolutely brutal. Again, Cashman. <laughs> terrible moves. Hey, nice. hey, easy there. Easy there with the with your wires. Freddie Garcia? I really like the way Javi Garcia. This is. like my stress level when they like when the Yankees play now. It's crazy. You gotta. You, you, you they have to. The, that's you why got, you can't let the collapse complete. But that's why I think you have to win the division. That's why I think they're playing bad. It's like I think they feel it. They were talking about that on the broadcast as yesterday. Soon as, it, as soon as it started to get into this, the last like five to six like, games, it's like impossible. When man. DJ LeMahieu leads off, or whoever like Benintendi, Benintendi leads off and he gets out. And then Judge gets it's out. Like and then Rizzo out. gets out. It's like, well, then that's the game. Right there in the first inning, you didn't get a hit. It's so, <laughs> over. Pack it up. Like, we're facing Scherzer tonight. Like, it, like, you better scratch and claw. I didn't even look at what this lineup is. If it includes Hicks, I might go jump no. on the Marlon Gonzalez is playing again, though. I like Marlon, though. Esteban Florial, we called him up, and he's just sitting on the bench. I don't. Did he get hurt when he got hit by that pitch, maybe? I didn't know he got hit by a pitch. He got hit in the foot. Yeah, I haven't seen him since he had foot. All I know is I'm in love with Oswaldo Cabrera. I mean, he's fine. I love him. I love his defense. I like watching And his him. energy. I like watching him more than I like watching the other lifeless fish on the team. Yeah. Like, as much as I was just saying I like Isaiah Kinder-Falefa, the guy really shouldn't be the shortstop for the New York Yankees right now. You know what? I saw a tweet but about honestly, it. honestly, like, so. I saw a tweet about it. Like, what were the Yankees expecting... Playing like a full third of the Texas Rangers team, like the Texas Rangers were bad. The Yankees can never any longer expect any signing or trade to go in a direction where the player is going to overperform. Every once in a while, it happens. Rarely with guys who need an opportunity, like the Luke Voigt, like the Mike Talkman, Matt Carpenter, Matt, Car- Matt Carpenter, but, like but Josh Donaldson. Cannot, yes, but you Josh Donaldson didn't need the opportunity. Yeah. You cannot expect a guy he was, like that to come in here he was and locked, better. He was locked in on the Twins for the next two years. There was no opportunity needed. You were like, if we get him, he's going to be good. No. No, he's been trending it's, downwards for years. And it's just worse. And it's just... It tanks these people. And now it's the worst... It adds it, a yes. whole new mental component to their yes. games. That it's so much can't, worse. They already can't handle it. Like Joey Gallo was struggling to bat 220. And we said, well, all he has to do is hit 220 here. And if he does any more than that, it's going to be great. Well, guess what? He bat 140. <laughs> so bad. So like, same with Sonny Gray. Like Sonny Gray was a great pitcher. He was a great pitcher. And like you thought, like even if he takes a little, we know he has this reputation of being. That's it's Sonny Gray might be one of the most fascinating cases of like he's, if he was never a Yankee, what do, where do we rank him? He in just terms stayed of, in Oakland and pitched for like the unknown Oakland A's for the last ten years. Like, and then like when he up, hits free agency, maybe Sonny he Oaks. goes like some. He goes like I don't know. Maybe goes to. Like imagine Sonny Gray in like a Seattle. Houston. How good how good Houston is at developing their pitchers. Well, I mean, he's the he's essentially Zach Grinky. Does that was that a walk? He got hit by a pitch. Oh, Scherzer doesn't have it tonight. Let's go. No, he's just matching the Yankee pitching. So you're hit our leadoff batter. I hit your hit? leadoff batter. Listen, Domingo Dermond doesn't just hit women. He also yeah. hits leadoff batter. <laughs> Also, Judge is like, 
But I can't blame Judge because Judge was so good for so long. And then, like, God yeah. forbid he slumps. And then, like, he's been so disciplined at the plate for literally, like, two years. And now he's just like. He's it's like not surprising. How? Who wouldn't? If, like, you felt the whole team it depended on you hitting literal home runs. And, like, it's not fun, though, when, like, he can't get a call to save his life. Yeah, like, I've like, never seen a calls go more against a player. Every time he flails at a slider outside, I'm like, oh, Judge is setting himself backwards. That 0-1 pitch. Like, that oh, like that pitch was inside. Just, yeah, was short. let's give Scherzer a two inches off the plate. That'll strike two. Blows. Like, Judge kind of needs to get hot again. Or you can kiss 61 goodbye. I'm not and I know the 61 isn't a... Big deal, but it kind of is. I just want him to have a hot enough streak where he... Also, he lost the MVP. Out. He didn't lose it. Then he pulls ahead of the MVP race again. It'll be fine. He's lost the MVP in the last two weeks. Now it's all Otani. Yeah, okay. It is. is Although, it? like, Otani pitched against the fucking... Was it against the A's? Who did they just play? Whoever he just pitched against. Not a good team. Because By the way, Otani's never pitching against good teams. <laughs> but he was pitching against whoever... He went four and a third, like three earned runs. Like, like that's the MVP. Like, I get it. He can pitch. But, like, night-night, Judge. Hang this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, like, Judge hasn't done that all year. And in this slump, he's swinging at fucking everything. He looks like garbage. But you know he knows it, too. But it's just hard. I mean, he, we've all been there. Yeah, dude, baseball's impossible. It's the <laughs> dumbest game. Uh, but that's what makes you appreciate things like 61 home runs in a season, yeah, the 98 like, Yankees. It's like, really hard to hit 61 we home runs. We were so cocky a few weeks ago. It's like, it'll humble you fast. Like, you play every day. It's kind of disgusting that Max Scherzer's like a Met. Dude, I kind of love it, though. It's a great spot for him to end up. Yeah, if this Mets team's legitimate and they go win something, that'd be fun. They had a nice little roster. I don't know if it'd be fun. Not for us, but I mean, for baseball, it'd be good. I mean, get it out of L.A., back to New York, give New York some trip. If the Mets win... It'd be like a real... If the Mets... Forget winning. If the Mets make it to the World Series, that'll be two separate times. Burn down the new stadium. That'll be two (laughs) separate times the Mets make it to the World Series... Before since, you've been back. Before you've been back since 09. The Mets have a dynasty. That's kind of gross. It really is. So like, even if you if you get to the... like, If you don't make it to the World Series this year, I think everyone kind of has to, has to go. Everyone associated with this Yankee team really needs to take a hard look at what's going on. But they don't. And that's really the problem. They get them. No, it was a bad throw. Max Scherzer, he's got two eyes. They are different colors. All right. I'm good with this. Well, let's wait till after the Yankees get out. Okay. This should just be our new podcast format. Is this like an audio plate? Vomiting. Us, all yeah. The I'm going to call a Rizzo a double play. I've never seen a team with an Aikman lead look so pathetic. Whoa. Is that a base hit? Oh my gosh. Two runners on base? It was an offensive explosion. We ben Intendi got to third? I love Ben Intendi. I know he hasn't really done too much, but like I just think he's the exact type of player I like in this lineup. I'll tell you what, though. The order. I do like this lineup construction because I like that you're coming up in a spot where you have first and third, and LeMahieu's up. up. That's nice. 
When you're going to have an actual leadoff hitter on the team, dude bats 300, on base 360. That's good. Give me that guy. Anti-Gallo. Although, I wanted a 220-hitting Gallo who's going to hit 40 home runs at the bottom of the lineup. I just didn't know he had no ability to... Hip hop flies. Nothing, right that's, what, that's what Cashman thinks too. Cashman, like, that's why like he signed Chris Carter in 2017. He's like, I would love a guy I can put in the 7, 8, and 9 spot. He's going to hit 40 home runs. Guess what? Those people, they kind they of don't, don't exist. exist. I know. But you think it's so easy to hit some fly balls. Like, look at Chris Davis. Chris Davis hit like 55 home runs mm-hmm. in a season and then like never broke 15 again. What would Schwarber be hitting if he were a Yankee? I think Schwarber would have been a great Yankee. He would have done it? But that's because he played for the Cubs. But that's someone, that's like, wait, wait. Like, I think if you get certain players, like, like, Joey Gallup grew up in, like, playing for Texas. Like, you can't, Texas to New York. Same thing with Sonny Gray from Oakland. That's not what we needed. Well, actually, yeah, it is. We've got to get the run in. Ben Pendy's fast enough. Marte's got a cannon. Nah. Oh, God, he's in there, though. <laughs> oh, it's close. Wee! See, I like Ben Ten. He plays with a little spark. He might be out. He's like young Brett Gardner. Yeah, kind of. I I think he's out. No way. His hand's definitely in there. I don't know. That was a really good throw and tag. I do like Sterling Marte too. Like that's another signing of the Mets. No, he's safe. Definitely. That's safe. another signing by the Mets. Nice. It's like... Yeah, it was a great one. Dude, the ball beat him. Wee! The ball beat him. McCann but is a fast. bad catcher. All catchers nowadays are bad catchers because they all set up like that. And it's how it's Because taught, you can't so. block the plate. You don't have to block it. Set up behind the plate. Yeah, like, what let are you the, doing? Let the ball cross the plate. Because now you're, there. okay, like, you beat, the, like, great job. The ball beat him. This is another, this is another thing that's happening? What's going on? All right, wait. End this. Uh, let's bye. Watch this. <laughs>